Hi guys, I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. And this is Best Friend Energy Unpacked. On Tuesday's show, we got to talk with Elizabeth Cutler and Julie Rice. They are the women who founded SoulCycle and were the company's co-CEOs for many years. Just absolutely a fascinating conversation. And I mean, we could have spoken to them forever. I loved every Um, minute of it. Same, every minute. And they're also best friends, just like us. Um, They have a lot of other projects in the works together, including their newest one called Peoplehood, which Joanna and I cannot try out fast enough. (laughs) I know, really. Um, But definitely listen to that podcast and hear all about it because they're amazing. It was so much fun to talk with them. On the show today, we are going to talk about small talk because Mm. it's a trigger Mm. for a lot of people. I love it. Joanna does not love it. No, I do not. We're also going to talk about our newest passion, The Little Mermaid. It's it's really, it really has hit the spot. We saw it. We loved it. We're going to talk about it. Um, We'll also take some DMs, but first we're going to take a very quick break. Regular gum is boring, but Icebreaker's ice cubes are different. They're fancy. Icebreaker's gum has flavor crystals, which deliver a rush of cool, refreshing flavor. Plus, they are delightfully cube-shaped, making them soft and satisfying to chew. Icebreaker's ice cubes gum. Ooh, fancy. Pick up your favorite flavor today. All right, Joanna, let's talk small talk. I love it. You hate it. Uh, Let me actually rephrase. It's not that I love it. It's that I'm excellent at it. Yeah, you are. You really excel. I mean, if there was an award for small talkers, 100%. You would crush it. I can talk to anything. A brick wall. You could talk to a brick wall. Yes. I could talk to this cup. I could talk to this mic. I could talk to an, an uncharged phone. I mean, Clea, there's times where I'm on mute and you don't even notice because you literally can talk to a, a phone by itself. Yes. All of a sudden, like very many minutes later, you'll like call. And I'm like, oh, I thought we were on the phone the whole time. (laughs) You're like, like, I I thought it was a monologue for me. Well, okay. So here's here's the thing about small talk that I enjoy. I love finding out about people. I am so, I'm just like an insanely curious person. And you know me, like, I'm like, oh, you live there. I did that there. Or like, yeah. you know, wh- oh, you, you live there. That My favorite restaurant is this, or, you know, we, I traveled there during this. Like, I love being able to relate to someone. And I feel like the only way to really do that is through small talk. That's where you get to know what they do, where they live. Do they have kids? Are they married? Where they went to school? You know, what, what interests that? I don't know. I just, I love it. I'm so fascinated by people. I, I'm fat. I think, okay, a couple of things. One is that, yes, you are. You're like endlessly fascinated by anybody at all times. I actually think I was like that. Again, I've told you before, somewhere along the line, I changed and became an extreme introvert. But, you know, I worked in retail for a really long time and I wanted to know I was kind of like that. But what I realize about it now, I really do love getting to know people, but I don't want to know their favorite food. I want to like understand like their birth order and why that affects them. You know, I want to like really get into it. You want to deep dive with everyone, but not with everyone. I, I want to deep dive or I don't, I think. Right. Okay. So the only thing you'll accept is a deep dive. Yeah. Like you need to sign in blood that we're going to deep dive. And then I want to know literally everything. But not with everyone. No, only because I don't have the capacity because I'm too tired. So how do you decide, though? I feel like you I get don't... to the deep dives by doing the small talk. I don't always know. No, sometimes you just get into it. 
With you, I just got into it. Look at how that happened. Well, that was a very different conversation. Also, it was with the master of small talkers. So I, like, well, I can, true. I can right. step up to your level pretty fast. That's I'm true. like, oh, right. you want a deep dive? Like, let's let's talk about it. That's that's fair. Let's talk about my phobias from the fourth grade. You know what? I, I say this now thinking about it. In our relationship, you cut out some of the small talk with different people. So like I go into needing friends that you already have, skipping the small talk because I already know enough about them. And so I can just get right into the meat. You do. I will say this. You love and use me for friends that I vet. You're like, okay, they're good. Like, I don't need to, like, I already know, like, the general information about them because Clea did that. Clea did that work. So now (laughs) I'm just, I'm like going to get into the business plan that they're creating for their new company. Like you just thousand like percent immediately dive in that way. Well, I think that's right. Yeah. I, so I, do I guess I owe you like flowers or like chocolates for like, no, thank I you. just, you know, I walk so you can run. That's, that's oh, the bottom line. Yeah, that is. The, but the thing is, we both win this way because you enjoy that part. And then we both get to endure the amazing friendship that comes from it for, with all these people. I know I said at the beginning that I'm excellent at it, not necessarily enjoy it, but I'm wrong. I love it. I love that phase where you get to like know about a person and you, oh, like I just want to be in it I, I literally want to know I already want to know all of it I also feel like my <laughs> my huge problem one of my main faults is the second I'm doing a small talk situation with someone I'm I've already invited them to my house I don't know the deep no. dive yet at all and I'm like John I like just met this person and they're coming over for the Super Bowl and he's like oh, like why are you, why do you do this to me I, but I, I'm actually what what it boils down to is actually you don't like small talk you're already in the meat just with everybody yes but you have to go through small talk to get to the meat you have to I don't know I don't know I, do. I think I don't even think you small talk I think you like just <laughs> dive right in <laughs> I just dive right in but I mean like I go through like you know you go through the the questions yeah. you go through the right. you need to the know where initial. they live and then you say yeah. you're on the same it's street like, you know, your cousin like lives the there intake form yeah like I, it's, I know it's it's the pre-room before you get to the the main room right and I know? just want okay. I just want the the results from the survey yeah okay so I know Joanna has a tell for when she is absolutely not interested in talking to someone all right. She, she's doing it right now. She's about to do it right now. I see you. You tilt I don't your even head. Know. I, and also your video went out. And so it's not fair. Okay. You tilt your head. You put on your glasses that are not even glasses. They're magnifying lenses. Okay. <laughs> you put on your glasses, you cross your legs and you take your phone out. You're done. Okay. One, my phone is not, I didn't take my phone out. Two, my legs are not crossed. Three, the well, glasses. Thank God you're talking to me. <laughs> I mean, you just said you just said you're doing it right now. No, but I I could see you already like like doing a little like looking down like that. Th- that's when you're done. And sometimes sometimes if you're really lucky, you get Joanna going. Okay, next topic or like ne- <laughs> next conversation. She'll she'll just call it audibly, and it's like Joanna. Like we have to kind of like still be talking to this person. Well, what can I say? I'm transparent, if nothing else. I know. I can't wait. Marla Sokoloff, one of my very best friends, is coming on this podcast. <laughs> Joanna and Marla, we, we've like spent a lot of time in LA. So the three of us have like gone to dinner a million times yeah. and all that. Joanna like will just end the evening, not even a conversation. She'll just end the evening by just, okay, goodbye, and like picks up and leaves. And Marla has an entire like simulation skit. of Joanna. Like, she has a whole skit of being Joanna. Yeah leaving it's true because again i'm not going to end your fun but we would also come and regardless of whether it was a long day for me or not if i'm just done i need to like immediately be horizontally laying down and just in pajamas that's it i'm i'm done but so i and i wouldn't want to end this is out of like care for you and marla's deep relationship 
yes, that I wouldn't want to make you leave because I was tired. That would be selfish. So I would just say, okay, I'm going to head home now. And then yeah, you guys she just have your abruptly night. like, yes, like upends the table. Like she just yes. like throw like a meet the Uber has pulled up table side like it is. She's gone. She's done. Puff of smoke. That's true. It's true. It's okay. a puff of smoke. But Time yeah. Magazine has some okay. tips on how to oh. make small talk better. What, how do you, oh. do you let's go through them. Maybe it'll help. Oh, you. please. Okay. okay. Don't linger on low priority topics like the weather. I think the weather, if someone talks to me about the weather, it's fine as like an intro remark, but anything more about the weather, I'm like, this conversation is going nowhere. Like, let's get, let's get to the meat. Like, it's fine to be like, oh man, my God, like what a gorgeous day or whoo, God, it is like, can you believe how, you know, humid or whatever? Fine. Let's get it out of the way. It's a road to nowhere. It's a road to nowhere. If we're still talking about the weather after the first like opening statement, we have nothing. Also, that's the most cliche small talk thing ever. So like just no on that. I agree with that. Um, Okay. Skip questions about marriage, kids, and work. I don't agree with this at all. What else are we talking about? This is why I have a problem with small talk is because those are the things I want to get into. Those are the topics. Uh, They're suggesting, I believe, that if you skip those things, like your your conversation will be better because you're not linked. But it's like... I'm sorry. The only thing I have are marriage, kids, and work. What 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 else do you Same. want from me? Literally, and we're not talking about the weather. We already ruled that out, which is we fine. already ruled out weather, which is correct. But like marriage, no. kids, and work. Like I would no. name me a, a better trifecta. What what am I talking about? Nothing. No nothing. nothing. I I have nothing. I, I okay. Disagree. All right. I'm reluctantly listening to the next one. Okay. When someone asks you a question, respond generously. Yes, I, really... I agree with this. What if you, you give a one word answer. It means that you can't give a one-word answer. It's a dead end. And the only time you do dead ends are if you literally are done. I agree. A dead end is like no one's friend. Like, no. And it's not fair to the other person. If we're small talking, we're going to have to do this for at least the short foreseeable future. It's an agreement. A small talk is an agreement. So, like, if you're signed up, you can't dead end it. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Lastly, exit a conversation gracefully. Well, that is something one Miss Joanna Teplin does not do. (laughs) So if Joanna, like her, her least <laughs> skill in life is exiting a conversation greatly, uh, gracefully, she will just exit. Yeah. Literal exit. Walk away. I, I know. Well, yes. that's a combination of the two of us. Like you and I have both exaggerated each other's behaviors in this way because you will never leave. So I have no choice. No, I've been left no choice than just to poof that's into true. smoke. That's true. Joanna has no option other than to like she has to physically remove herself because I yes I am already like making summer plans with them no, like I a hundred percent yeah right so I have to just be like I'm leaving goodbye Clay, I'll see you tomorrow yeah yeah no <laughs> there is jo- no other I mean, option I will never get a word in to tell you that like hey I think I'm ready in about twenty minutes no mm-hmm. the twenty minutes has come and gone no. three times I yeah. am done. Joanna and John are very similar in this oh, capacity. Love. There, there was Less. a time in in LA that we would like we had kind of like a routine where we would walk our dog Emmett like around. This is these, when like, I first two... connected with John. Is this yeah. <laughs> these two blocks? <laughs> and John um, stopped inviting me to come with him because yeah. I would I would talk to neighbors. Yeah. And John was like, I don't have time to be on a walk with you. Like I don't have yeah. time to be in your yeah. presence because you talk 
to everyone. And I do. Yes. I do. I yes. love it so much. You do. You know what? And that's okay. You get to be you, but the other person gets to evaporate into a puff of smoke because of that. That Those are just okay, the fine. agreements that we make All in right. this life. All right. These are the stakes in life. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, what about you guys? How are you at Small Talk? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Um, we would love to know. Are you a Clea? Are you a Joanna? Hopefully you're neither. <laughs> Hopefully there's like a middle of the road, like a healthy version. There has to be a middle of the road. But get in touch with us at Best Friend Energy on Instagram or TikTok or at bestfriendenergypod.com. All right, we're going to take a very quick break and be right back with The Little Mermaid, our favorite movie of all time. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Chronic migraine is 15 or more headache days a month, each lasting four hours or more. Botox, onabotulinum toxin A, prevents headaches in adults with chronic migraine. It's not for adults with migraine with 14 or fewer headache days a month. It prevents, on average, eight to nine headache days a month versus six to seven for placebo. Prescription Botox is injected by your doctor. Effects of Botox may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Side effects may include allergic reactions, neck and injection site pain, fatigue, and headache. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Don't receive Botox if there's a skin infection. Tell your doctor your medical history, muscle or nerve conditions, including ALS Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis or Lambert-Eaton syndrome, and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. Ask your doctor and visit BotoxChronicMigraine.com or call 1-800-44-BOTOX to learn more. Regular gum is boring, but Icebreaker's ice cubes are different. They're fancy. Icebreaker's gum has flavor crystals, which deliver a rush of cool, refreshing flavor. Plus, they are delightfully cube-shaped, making them soft and satisfying to chew. Icebreaker's Ice Cubes Gum. Ooh, fancy. Pick up your favorite flavor today. Okay, are you excited, Joanna? Now is our time. We get to, to talk about The Little Mermaid. I am so excited. Also, I needed to tell you, which will come as no surprise to you, the movie that I've seen previous to this. Do you know what it was? What, Wreck-It Ralph 2? Yep. Yeah, okay. Yep. <laughs> because you never see movies. Wreck-It Ralph 2. <laughs> no, you, didn't you see Super Mario? Oh, I did. I saw Super Mario. Okay. How Thank do you I know reminder. these things? I don't, I, know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Okay, I saw Super Mario. Thank you for the reminder. I Also, okay, Joanna so was a film major. Always always a good thing to know. <laughs> I was a film major. Yes. yes. This but is, she doesn't this is see movies. True. Okay. But Little okay. Mermaid was so worth it. God, it was fabulous. I felt it so deeply. I was in the sea with them. I think the acting was brilliant. I think the writing was brilliant. The way that they infused the old with the new, there was actually some lines that were, I think, verbatim from the original. I it just I loved it. Me too. I loved it. I so, loved it. And I was so emotional about it too. I, I was too. When she, um, 
like right after she rescued Prince Eric and she's like up on the rock, you know, throwing yeah. her hair yeah. back, singing. Yeah. I, w- I mean, take me back to my childhood, please. I oh. was like a goner. Loved me it so much. too. And I was actually so embarrassed because Marlo came and sat on my lap like toward the end. And I was like, don't look at me, Marlo, because I have tears streaming down my face. I mean, oh, I wow. Would, she's like, you cry deeply. You, oh, you know, this is why I don't watch movies. I know because they you, affect you too much. Very much. If this is what happens with The Little Mermaid. Yes. Yeah. No, it's so what like what part made you cry? Oh, my God. Everything. First of all, just her relationship with her father. You know, he came around. He understood who she was and who she needed to be. I think the relationship with their friends, like, they're just so cute. And I think the way that they had Eric, you know, be this, I don't know, he, just like really good, not just like a dumb, like, typical prince kind of character. Like, he was like beyond a good Samaritan, I, for lack of a better word. Um, but he just seemed like such a genuine person. And of course, the singing, all of it. I just loved it. I loved it. I loved it so deeply. And I took um, the kids and one of Stella's friends and they were like, of course, loving it because who wouldn't love it? But I found myself getting lightly territorial over The Little Mermaid. I was like, (laughs) yes, I understand you love it, but like, I loved it first. Like, sorry, um, this is actually my movie. Like, you are now watching a movie that that I ushered in in this yeah. world. Like this no, is I think that's fair. Yeah. And like, I, take your I, seat. You know, I I've yeah. seen this first. Yeah. I've seen this first. I loved it first. I knew all the music first. You're only here yeah. because people like me and my generation love the Little Mermaid and willed this one into existence. Yeah. That's it's what so, I have anyway, to say. it's so fabulous. I think Melissa McCarthy deserves oh, yeah. an Oscar. Like it's true. She I did fabulous. She was so good. As Ursula. And all, like, the special effects and everything that they put that... Like, during Poor Unfortunate Souls, like, her... I mean... Oh, the tentacles and all the... amazing. Yeah. It was amazing. No, no, no. That's the thing is I can't even pick because I really loved... I know. I I loved them all. It was, like, an actual ensemble that I'm obsessed with. I know. Um, And it was so well cast. Sebastian. David Diggs playing Sebastian. Yeah. Like, so Oh, my God. When he said he's an educated crustacean, I was like, (laughs) yes! Yes, Sebastian! You know, I looked, I looked over at my kids and they like didn't laugh at that. And I'm like, you put you pedestrians. They're like not appreciating the jokes. I'm like, these this is the good stuff. Um, no, I mean, it was amazing. There wasn't anyone that was a bad cast choice. No, and there was nothing gratuitous about the time either. Like it was a long movie, but it they weren't just sitting on a piece of the puzzle or the plot that didn't need to be there. So I really acknowledge a good edit. Yes. So... I definitely think Sebastian was one of my favorite characters. I'm obsessed. I think Ursula yeah. was amazing. Um, yeah. Scuttle, so good, so funny. Flounder, I thought should have been a different fish. But look, I'm not here to be critical. Um, <laughs> it just felt more. He felt more like a Nemo to me, and less oh, right. and less like uh-huh. a flounder. Um, of course, Ariel was spectacular, yeah, absolutely spectacular. Yeah. I also really love how they wove her voice into songs that weren't in the original. Like mm-hmm. all like her like she became a part of like Under the Sea. You know, like that's not typically her song. Oh, I and, don't like, remember the, that part. I don't remember her being woven in. They in they had her sing pieces of songs that Oh, you know why original... Marlo had to go to the bathroom during the Under the Sea. Are you kidding me? No, I'm Marlo not. Marlo missed Under the Sea. <laughs> we got there at the last minute of it. What? Yeah. And she calls no. herself a fan? No, I call myself a fan. She liked it. I mean, she loved it, but I loved it. 
oh, I am mad for you. How yeah. how dare well, she have to go would to Would you bathroom? like to go see it again? I would. A hundred percent. I will go with you. Okay. I also That's liked good. the new music that they put in that I wasn't did too. in the original. I did too. And normally I would be critical of that. Okay. My only criticism, my mm. only criticism. What? They cut Les Poissons. Oh. Les Poissons. Les Poissons. Les Poissons. He, 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 how he, I ho, love. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. yeah. No, it's I really, really pissed me off. And the because, chef. Right. They, yes, right. And I they love cut the that chef, entire the thing. Mustache. And yes. also like any moments with Sebastian are moments worth having. Like yeah. he is such a small little star. He is an educated crustacean. So it's like, <laughs> why are we, you know what I mean? Right. Minimizing its role. Yes. All right. Anything more to say about The Little Mermaid before we see it a second time? No, just that we need to see it a second time. Okay. Yes. It's going to become like the amount of times I go to see Taylor Swift. We'll, we'll see how many times I see Little Mermaid. Like, I'm here we, for I it. Am, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Me too. I'm in too. All right. Let's take, let's take some DMs. Um, before we wrap up here. Um, okay, Lori, she says, I know this is personal, but could Clea talk about her moving journeys, oh, having God. moved so much within Nashville? You said on your Instagram story that you didn't land in the right spot in Nashville a few times. When you were living in places, did you feel that from the start or was it a gradual thing? I need to move, but feel like I need to find the perfect forever home right away. Okay, I am... A problem. I just want to say that. Like, this is my, like, cross to bear. Mm-hmm. My family would have been very fine staying in many of the homes that we've <laughs> all of the owned homes, over actually. the years. I do get a little bit of, like, a Goldilocks syndrome in homes. Like, this one doesn't feel right for one thing. This one's too cold. This one's too warm. Yeah. This one's yeah. too big. This one's too small. So, okay. So, we moved to Nashville. And we moved sight unseen. I had never been to Nashville before. I picked a house that I thought I liked. I didn't really understand neighborhoods. The neighborhood that we moved to was definitely, definitely not for me. It was far away from actual like Nashville proper. It was in a suburb. I I just, I picked all wrong. The second house I picked, I really liked the house, but I didn't realize it was on a very busy street. I like very ironically ended up buying it um, during the day after a humongous snowstorm. So when I went, it was nice and quiet, but didn't realize it was such a busy street. Um, the third house that we bought in Nashville, um, we were there for actually a couple of years. and But it like backed up to like an actual forest. And I am not in critter country. That's not for me. It felt a little too isolated for me as well. Really beautiful. Like it, the thing is, is like, is is it lovely having 13 deer in your front yard? Yes. It looked, well, actually they bring Lyme disease, but, um, but like it was, but, but was it like cute to pretend to be sleeping beauty? Sure. But, um, but then you also get like armadillos and frogs and snakes. So like, it's not, you, you get the good and the bad. Um, yeah, that's right. Also right. not for me. So we're in our current house now, which is in the same neighborhood that we are building our new home. So I love where we are. I just happened to find this lot on one of my absolute favorite streets. It's like the trick-or-treating street, the Easter egg hunt street, the 4th of July parade street. It's just like cozy. where all the small talk happens. We just go out (laughs) into the street with our Yeti cups of wine and small talk. It's amazing. It's truly the best. Um, So I'm very excited about the new house that we're building. It's going to have all the things that I, I I just went full tilt. I was like, I'm never Mm -hmm. moving again. So I'm putting every single thing. I mean, we have heard that before. You have. I I thought you meant it last time, but I've 
I came to realize after about a year that it probably wasn't it. But mm-hmm. I think this really might be it. I think it is it. It it definitely is it. In Nashville, okay. there's nothing I could possibly want more. Well, you can't because I'm moving near you. And so well, it would be Well, to a be crime. fair, you're also moving near my current house. Right. So you can't move either one. Otherwise, I'm taking it ultra personally. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I don't even know if I answered that question, but you you have to make mistakes sometimes and like, you know, feel it out and not everything's going to be right. And that's totally fine. And yeah. don't, don't put too much pressure on yourself because I think had I put pressure on myself to just stay put, even though I knew that a house was not right for me, I mean, that sucks. Like life's you too short. You wouldn't have been happy. No. Yeah. So don't, don't feel like you need to find the perfect forever home right now. Find the place that makes you happy right now. And the rest will, you know, fall into place. All right. This next DM is from Mary. My next birthday is 30. Mm, Mary, you are a youngin. My next birthday is 30 and kids are not exactly around the corner, but maybe a few blocks away. I'm just wondering, what is your best advice for organizing when kids come? As two moms yourself, I know you'll have some of the best tips out there. Is this before the kids come or is this once the kids come? I think when kids come, but I think the work should be done before kids come. It's the same old advice that I scream from the rooftops. It's get rid of things that you don't need, use, or love. Edit out anything in your life that's not supporting you in some capacity. Because when you have kids, they come with so much extra stuff and the editing picks up. So you might as well get your feet wet and start practicing ahead of time. Yes, I definitely agree with that. I think the more you can do to kind of set up your organized systems and Mm -hmm. like an organized mentality now, even if kids are blocks away from coming, it's just that much easier to continue to maintain it when kids arrive, you know? And I would say the only thing that you will not be able to organize, Joanna and I have talked about this before, are the humongous plastic things mm-hmm. that make that noise, make noise and yes. music and spin around. They're worth it. Listen, they occupy the child and you just have to grin and bear it. They take up a huge amount of space, especially when you're living in a tiny San Francisco apartment. But like Joanna they did. are worth it. Yeah, yes. I did. Yes. Um, but they are worth it. And it's a moment in time. It's just a screenshot in this time. Yes. So you don't need, um, don't like think about like, what am I going to do? How am I going to organize that? It just takes up space and lives with you until they mm-hmm. outgrow it. But That's everything great. else, all the bibs, the the trays, the bottles, the, you know, all of it, baby food, baby, little baby toys, the... right. You can yeah. easily organize that. It's minimal footprint, just takes a few bins. But the more you kind of start to live and organize lifestyle now, it'll just help that much more. That's right. Just streamline and run right in there. All right. Well, that is it for this episode. We are so glad you guys joined us. Please keep in touch with us at Best Friend Energy on Instagram and TikTok or at bestfriendenergypod.com. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. Oh, yes, I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies. And you and I both know once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training. But from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. 
It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which, if you've ever experienced, can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes three to seven and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value.